0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And I am very behind schedule with these shows. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of the very boring details, but I have overcommitted myself to a lot of different things and said yes to a lot of different projects, some of which out of spite uh, for work projects, which were really dumb on my part. Uh, but anyway, I've overcommitted myself and I'm trying to get back on track. And in fact, we will get back on track because I have a plan. And that plan is I'm going to release several small shows, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. And these are just going to be short shows. They're going to be easy for me to write, record, and edit them. And that way that will bring us up to Being current because of a little bit of OCD, and if I put something in my insta paper queue to read later or to discuss on this show and I don't discuss it, I have a very hard time. <laughs> I have a very, very hard time, uh, pruning that out of my insta paper queue, and it, cr- it creates a lot of stress and, and anxiety because I have all these things building up in my queue and I'm not getting rid of them every now and again. I will have the strength to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff, but it is really hard for me and I don't really have a lot of that those type of quirks in my regular life for but for whatever reason in 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 this instance, if I put it in my insta paper queue and I don't talk about it, I just leave it there and it just creates more and more anxiety so this week, we're just kind of slowly clearing out the queue. And I'll be honest with you, it's not gonna clear out the overall queue. It's just gonna clear out the previous week and a half and whatever happens this week. Just gonna clear that queue out. I'll have to deal with that other stuff later, but that's what we're gonna do this week. So we're working through the queue. That is the plan. And that brings us to an odd thank you transition. I should have started with this. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean was nice enough to join us on ACAS Plus and become a supporter through ACAS Plus. Over the last week, I've had several very nice little emails back and forth between me and Sean, and he's a very nice person. So, Sean, thank you very much for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our EV news. GM has shipped their first Blazer EV. We don't know exactly where it went, but we do know that it's floating somewhere around the United States. We'll see where it lands. But that's pretty exciting news for GM and all the the folks that want to buy one of these Blazers, which looks like a great vehicle. We also learned that the GM plant in Mexico is knocking out 65 Blazer EVs an hour. That is a very impressive number. Like, I don't know anything about manufacturing, but to the layperson, which is me, that that just seems like a really impressive number. We've talked recently about the Kia EV9, which is Kia's new uh, three-row SUV electric vehicle. Well, we now know that they will be making a $200 million investment in their West Point, Georgia plant to build the Kia EV9 here in the United States. Production will start in the second quarter of 2024. As far as specs, Kia says that this vehicle will be capable of level three autonomy. Eh, We'll see about that. Perhaps the coolest feature, though, is that it will have second row seats that will swivel and face the third row, which I think is a pretty cool feature. The standard range battery pack will be 76.1 kilowatt hour battery. Kia hasn't announced a range on that battery pack. The long range battery pack will be 99.8 kilowatt hours. And the EV9 equipped with a single motor will get 336 miles range. Now, there's also an all-wheel drive version, which also has a 99.8 kilowatt hour battery dual motor, but we don't know what uh, the range on that configuration will be. But we do know that the all-wheel drive version will be able to tow 5,000 pounds. Neo has opened up an innovation center in Berlin, Germany. This new innovation center will be responsible for localization because different regions have different needs. So that's important for car manufacturers to meet those needs, testing, and validation in Europe. So that's pretty cool. The innovation center will house five different teams, teams working on digital systems, digital development, digital cockpit Uh, Autonomous driving and power. And when I say power, I mean power grid service. There will actually be a control center for the European battery swap stations. All right, let's move on to Volkswagen Group. Their battery electric EV sales are up close to 50% in the first six months of 2023 compared to the first six months of 2022. So in 2022, they sold 217,200 EVs in the first six months. And in 2023, they have sold 321,600 EVs in the first six months. So that's very impressive. We also have a percentage breakdown of where Volkswagen is selling the most battery electric vehicles. 68% of EV sales for Volkswagen happened in Europe 19% in China, which I would actually thought the United States would be above China. Not much, but above. But in actuality, China is quite a bit above the United States. Volkswagen Group's EV sales in the U.S. were only 9% of their total sales, EV sales, and the rest of the world was a combined 4%. Based on the conversation we had recently with Bart Bouchatz, I thought this information was really interesting. And I got one last data point to share with you. And that is Volkswagen Group's top five battery electric vehicles that, that, that they've sold. Um, I believe this is for the quarter. They sold 19,500 Audi Q8 e-trons. They sold 31,300 Skoda Eniac 4s. And I believe Bart talked about that vehicle. We don't have Skoda here in the U.S., and then 48,000 Audi Q4 e trons, 49,800 Volkswagen ID3s, and for some reason they combined the ID4 and the ID5 together. Uh, I'm not sure why they did that, but in total they sold 101,200 ID4 and ID5s. Sometimes I think VW Group gets a bad rap. Um, largely because of their own stupid mistake with Dieselgate, but I I, he- I tend to hear a lot of stories about bad things are happening at Volkswagen and electric vehicles aren't working out for them and all that stuff. And I I try to ignore that stuff because I don't know that any of that is true. Volkswagen Group is an enormous company with enormous resources. Like they can they can make quite a few mistakes before they cease to be a company anymore. I want to thank Steve Sheridan for sharing our next story with me. The EV company Canoe has nearly gone out of business several times. Like they are just hanging on by a thread. Um, if you don't know Canoe, look them up at C-A-N-O-O. They look like they're a futuristic moon vehicle, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty convenient since they are announced a partnership with NASA to transport astronauts and crew to the Kennedy Space Center for the Artemis 2 mission. So if, if you don't know about the Artemis 2 mission or you're not familiar, four astronauts will perform a lunar flyby and then return to Earth. Not only is this a really cool vacation, but it's also going to be used to test NASA's deep space exploration capabilities. And the flight time for these astronauts will be 10 days, which is really impressive. But I do want to reiterate, because I don't want to cause any confusion, the canoe vehicles will not be going into space. They're just going to be like a really fancy and well-designed Uber to take the astronauts who are in full you know, gear from one place to another. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. All right, that concludes our EV news. I do want to just say, real quick, if you want to support this show, you can do so for a dollar. All the ads are taken away. Um, our ad revenue, which is not very much to be honest with you, has uh, plummeted by more than fifty percent. Like it's 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 really low right now. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll hear a lot of podcasters complain about ad revenue, and uh, for good reason because uh, it goes up and it gets to an okay number and then it drops down like a rock and it gets to a huh that's not a very big number at all number so yeah if you want to support the show one dollar you can do it through a plus you can do it through patreon if you go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt just look in the show notes and you'll will see all the ways you can support the show let's move on to our tesla news which is basically going to be a Cybertruck update. So let's go ahead and dig into it. Tesla has more than one and a half million Cybertruck reservations. If you've been following EVs over the last few months, you've most likely seen videos on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and wherever else you might hang out on social media. You might see the videos of the Cybertruck Driving around LA, driving around Austin. There was a camouflage Cybertruck driving around recently. It looks really, really good. Um, we've talked over the last couple of weeks. Actually, you know what? Over the last couple of years, we've talked a lot about Tesla and them installing equipment at Giga Texas to, in order to build the Cybertruck. Recently, Tesla took down the coverings on the factory at Giga Texas. Uh, the, uh, the the window coverings, they took those down so that drones could fly up and take a peek and see what was going on inside. Uh, we've seen tons of news stories about the Giga Wiper, that big giant wiper that connects to the A-post on the driver's side and covers the entire windscreen on the Cybertruck, which is huge. Um we also recently had a leaked image of the Cybertruck that showed no cutout for the mid-gate or rear pass-through. And if you don't know what that is, that basically allows the, the back of the bed to fold down into the cab so you can have more room if you're carrying like extra long lumber or ladders or something like that. Uh, so there's no cutout for that mid-gate according to uh, pictures. That were, I think they were given to Tesla Phoenix, Tesla PHX. Anyway, they were leaked photos. He pointed that out. I don't actually remember Tesla promising that there would be a mid gate on this truck. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, But most common modern day pickup trucks do have this feature on some level in their trim. I'm not going to say they all do, but it's a pretty convenient feature. So it doesn't look like at least the, the first run of cybertrucks will have that now let's go further back in history on november 21st 2019 tesla actually unveiled the cybertruck and since then people have said over and over and over again that it's vaporware and it will never exist at the same time tesla debuted the cyber quad Said the exact same thing. This this isn't going to happen. This isn't real. Well, some at some point in time, I don't remember ag- exactly how long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Tesla started selling the kids' version of the Cyberquad, and that thing cost nineteen hundred dollars for what is essentially a power wheel that you could buy for your kids for three hundred dollars. Anyway, uh, they sold that in the United States until the U.S. consumer. Product Safety Commission found that it violated several of federal safety standards for ATVs and risk and safety, so they had to stop selling it. Um, The CPSC actually recommended that customers return the CyberQuad and request a refund. Now, the specs on that, the U.S. version, uh, was for kids over the age of eight. Top speed was 10 miles per hour which is pretty fast, uh, or 16 kilometers. And it had a range of 15 miles, which is respectable, uh, or 24 kilometers. So we still don't have an update on the adult version of that Cyber Quad. But we do know that Tesla has now started selling the Cyber Quad in China And it will still cost a ridiculous amount of money. It's $1,700 for the CyberQuad in China. Tesla did make some modifications, though. It's for kids aged 8 to 12, a maximum load of 110 pounds. It has a smaller range at 8 miles. And the top speed is at 2.5 miles per hour or 4 kilometers or 5 miles per per, per hour or 8 kilometers which is more reasonable. My kids, when they were little, they had this cute little Kia Power Wheels type car. Um, You know, my kids are twins, so it had two seats and they got to drive each other around and it was really cute. But as much as I love my kids, I love them more than anything in the world, I'm not going to spend $1,700 so they could drive around on a Cyberquad. That's a lot of money. You can do a lot of stuff for $1,700. We'll see if tesla runs afoul of you know some sort of chinese regulation there but two and a half to five miles per hour seems like that's more reasonable all right so i told you that story so i could tell you this one on which was probably the wrong place to put that cyber quad story anyway on saturday july 15th the first pre-production cyber truck rolled off the assembly line that was that was a couple of days ago two days ago as of this recording Saturday, July 15th, 2007 or 2023, the first pre production Cybertruck rolled off the assembly line. Now, I do want to emphasize this, this is pre production and this is one of those ones that's not going to be sold. These are just for testing, but that's still a really big accomplishment for Tesla and the team. That's fantastic. Like, I'm really, really happy that they had they've hit that milestone. Elon said recently that the Cybertruck production would start slow and ramp up over the coming months with the eventual goal of 375,000 vehicles a year, which I think that is going to be 3 or 4 years before they're able to hit that based on, you know, the Model 3 and the Model Y, which are significantly easier to build than the Cybertruck. When Tesla announced way back in 2019, their specs, the the single motor rear wheel drive version of the truck would have a range of 250 miles, 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds, and would cost just under $40,000. The dual motor all wheel drive version would have a 300 plus mile range, 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds, and would start at just under $50,000. The tri-motor all-wheel drive will would uh, have a range of 500 plus miles, 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds, which is terrifying because that truck is probably very heavy. Um, the starting price would be $70,000. Now, Tesla has been pretty tight-lipped on the updated prices and specs of this truck because they did, you know... They did announce this truck in 2019. We are currently in 2023. By the time they start shipping these in any number that would be considered, you know, reasonable, we will be 4 years past the time that they announced this truck. And the original prices and specs are that that's just not practical anymore. Like I just I just don't see that happening. But coincidentally, on Saturday, Tesla announces that they, you know, the first pre-production Cybertruck rolled off the assembly line. Picture fanfare. Well, coincidentally, Ford has lowered the price of the F-150 Lightning. And I want to thank Pat for passing this along. So the price cuts came in $9,000 flavors, $8,000 flavors, and $6,000 flavors. So under the $9,000 dollar price cuts, you get the uh, F-150 Lightning Pro, which now costs just under $52,000. The XLT starts at just under $57,000. Now the $8,000 Dollar price cut tier the xlt extended range which will give you over 300 miles the other two the other ranges uh the of the pro and xlt i think they're about 240 miles for that price the xlt extended range starts at seventy one thousand nine hundred ninety dollars and the lariat extended range will start at seventy nine thousand four hundred and ninety dollars and then we get to the six thousand dollar price cuts which leaves the Lariat with the lower range at 240 miles. That starts at just under $72,000. And the Platinum, which you get the extended range for that, which is good because that starts at just under $94,000. After Ford announced the price cuts, Elon took to Twitter and said this, the F-150 Lightning is a good vehicle, just somewhat expensive, especially given... The high interest rates these days for any kind of loan. So I have a question for you, the listener, the 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 folks in this community. What's the first version of the Cybertruck that Tesla is going to produce and sell? You know, is it going to be the tri motor, the dual motor, the quad motor, the single motor, which is unlikely? Um, so, what which version of the Cybertruck are they going to build first? What will the range be? And how much will it cost? I'm, I'm curious to hear your answers. You can email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter at 918digital as well. And yeah, if you haven't listened to the episode I was on of the Daily Tech News Show, it is titled, How Impressive Are You on Twitter?, It's episode 4561, and I will put a link in the show notes if you would like to listen to that. All right, everybody, that is it for me today, and I will talk to you tomorrow.